0: hi my name is john and my name's chris and, and this, this is, is stay on, on target
1: hey everybody welcome to stay on target we are your hosts you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com that's right john this week we are joined by our prodigal member josh fulton hello
0: I mean, Dude, like, so good to have you back. Yeah, it's it's great. It's it's amazing to have you back. I I do feel like like it's been years since we've all three it feels been like on years. the podcast. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's been decades, John. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was way back in twenty ten.
1: it, it was what? back in in the before times. <laughs> yes, before when we could hug each great. other. You're back be- before the Great Plague. Yeah, last yeah.
0: time last time we were all three on the podcast, we were all three in the same room. Now, none of us yeah. are in the same room.
1: No. No. Not at all. Um, this week, we are talking about and reviewing, finally, Jedi, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order.
0: Yes. Dude.
2: By the time this review comes out, the uh, sequel will already be available.
1: <laughs> I mean... Yes.
0: It, I I would love that. Uh there was like, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Vince Ampelo was talking a little bit about like some of the studio stuff like what's going on there. Um and uh what was it like a couple weeks ago on the uh, EA investors meeting, they mentioned that that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was the the big the first game in a franchise. So Yeah. I we're definitely getting more. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, e- EA speaks the 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 language of money. So when a game makes yes. money, they're like, ah, we
0: will make more of those.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: People people want more of that? You want to give us more money for that yeah. thing? We're going to make more of that thing so you can give us more of your money. Yes.
1: You know what I was thinking the other day? Because Activision is kind of the same way. I was actually trying to think. I was like, how many like, actual games does Activision put out in a year? And it's not that many. No. no. It's mainly the big, like, you know, Call of Duty and, like, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, it? Call of Duty and <laughs> <"Bleh."> <laughs>
0: Yep. well they <laughs> used know. to have like they used to have uh, destiny and uh, destiny, but like that's not theirs anymore it's like
1: they used to have like skylanders yeah back in the day they had you know guitar hero and all that oh, stuff. Dude, they tried
0: to like do the revival of guitar hero like a couple years ago yeah. and th- that failed horribly. Yeah. um yeah.
1: the
0: uh the thing this year that they've got going for them is uh the old tony hawk pro skater
1: what, hey, you're you're
0: breaking oh, into our news. Oh, oh, we'll talk oh. about that later. Okay, okay, okay. Do
2: you know how podcasts work, John?
0: I, I, you know, I, I, I forgot. You know how okay. they work.
1: Um, but yeah, like so, um, we we have a lot to get to this episode because we're also. I'm just going to go ahead and tease everything now. That's throw right. all our cards on the table. We're also going to talk about the uh, Unreal. What is it? Five. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal five Engine Five. Yeah. Footage uh, running on the PS Five. And, uh, so we will, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. But first, oh, Josh, what have you been up to lately?
2: Oh man. Uh, I wasn't sure if we were going to do pick of the week or what have you been up to, but, um, so I, this kind of works both, but I, you know, we've been watching, I've been watching a lot of YouTube, been watching a lot of movies. Yeah. And, uh, I found this YouTube channel called Brandon likes, uh, movies, Brandon likes movies or Brandon Ooh. likes films. One of the two. I can't remember. Uh, And it's this dude who he just sits there and he watches movies, but they're all movies he's never seen, but they're like popular movies. And a lot of those channels, you know, they'll do like super fake reactions where it's like, I've never even seen Star Wars. Watch me watch Star Wars for the what Vader what like and you're just like, this is so fake. Like, obviously, they've seen Star Wars before. And, uh, but this guy, he's just like, I legitimately, he's like, he knows a lot about film and he loves film. There's just like a handful of like hit films. He just has never gotten around to seeing. And so because he's quarantined in his house, he just started this YouTube channel like two months ago (laughs) and he's just racking in subscribers because he just sits there and he has the most like understated, like underwhelming reactions, but they're also super genuine. He'll just be sitting there. Like he watched back to the future one, two, and three back to back. And uh, and he'd never seen any of those films. And he was just like, he'd be sitting there and he'd be like, oh, man, he's got to get back. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, when, when all the, like, lightning stuff is happening at the end of one, you know? And he's just like, oh, this is stressing me out, man. I don't know if I can handle it." And he's just like, his reactions are, like, super low-key. But you can tell that they're genuine. And it just, like, totally drew me in. He, he does Back to the Future. He just did, um, uh, not Minority Report. Oh, War of the Worlds. Um, nice. Which The one? original, like the, the old, the, old one. No, or? Tom, Tom Cruise. Okay. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Both
0: are worth and, watching. Uh, both are worth watching.
2: <laughs> and, uh, he's done the entire X-Men franchise from X-Men wow. one all the way through to Logan. So that Dang. includes both Wolverine standalone movies, plus Logan, plus one and three, plus the reboots, like all that stuff. He watched them all in some particular order. Um, and it's just been interesting to watch, kind of his genuine reaction to those films. I think it's been it's been really cool to kind of sit to watch somebody like relive those moments that you had when you saw those movies for the first time. So
1: can you see the can you see or hear the movie?
2: Yeah, a little bit. He he does he has a Patreon page where you can basically if you subscribe to him on Patreon, then you get the full audio file uh of him doing the commentary to the film. So you can kind of sync that mm-hmm. up and, and watch it. Interesting. That's what he cool. does on YouTube is basically a twenty minute uh cut down version um okay. where he and he kind of has his his face on the screen like in the corner but then it like every once in a while it kind of comes up to the center of the screen to like avoid copyrights and like all the images yeah. are like reversed you know, there's a lot of stuff he's got to do to make sure that the big boys don't <laughs> shut him down so <laughs> keep the algorithms yeah. from like catching him yeah it's really cool brandon likes movies or brandon's like Bran- brandon likes films i can't remember which one but uh he's
0: fairly new but he's he's been picking up subscribers pretty quick and uh i feel like i'm going to start one that's like brandon likes something different you know and just it's a different brandon <laughs> brandon likes television you know or <laughs> brandon likes cookies just try try a bunch of like cookies you know it's like hey oh, these guys, are the uh, ones.
2: today we're gonna do uh old meal raisin so i've no. never had one of these before here we go
1: it's a sh- it's called a sugar cookie i've never tasted one <laughs> um that's cool that's awesome yeah. i'll have to check that out um it's funny because on the show the past few weeks we've kind of been talking like that's one of the things i kind of like started doing was going back and watching old movies uh mm-hmm. over this quarantine like um all the born movies speed yeah um Armageddon, uh a bunch of other stuff
0: yeah it's, it i mean the season And that's the, you know, I haven't gone back and watched any old movies, but I've been, I've been, uh, attempting to dive into like things, newer things that I have. And I do need to go back, Chris. I I have access to things that have been like massive, gigantic, like gaps in my, uh, in my movie going experience, such as Iron Man
1: 3, you know? Oh, I forgot about that (laughs) one, John. That's a big one. Okay. Here's, here's the thing. I, okay. 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 (laughs) Like literally, the next movie you need to watch. <laughs> yeah, you've got to you got to watch Mad Max.
0: Mad Max. Okay, I don't think I don't know if I have that yeah. on a streaming service. I'll have to like oh, rent it or something. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, what time listen, is it John, right now? Hold it, on. let's see. I'll <laughs>
1: give you the the six dollars it'll take to rent it. I will Venmo you literally right now. I'm Venmoing you as we speak. Six dollars. Oh, okay. To rent to rent Mad Max. Also, I think this is on streaming services somewhere, but maybe I'm wrong. You need to watch Pacific Rim.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. The first
1: one. The first one. So I've seen the, the second, second one. one that we saw makes more sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I was uh
0: I wa- I was very um confused about you know about that one, but I did like the robot action whenever I saw it.
1: <laughs> um so those two those two movies.
0: Awesome. I I, I will add them <laughs> to the list and uh and, and and make that like I said, I haven't been using my uh my time to do any of that. <laughs> I've just been watching like, oh, what's this new thing that's on here, you know? (laughs) Um, I don't know why. What is going on here? Can I not?
1: I don't know. What is? Are you trying to send me money? You can't send me money? I can't send you money. Oh, it keeps putting a soccer. Look at this. Look at this like weird like meme. It keeps popping up there. What is (laughs) that?
0: Well, it's not Mad Max. That's for sure.
1: No, it's a. She, like a soccer soccer player she's thing. holding a soccer ball. There's like yeah,
0: there's a so, it's a soccer holding player a soccer for sure. Soccer ball with
2: a whistle around her neck, holding up a yellow card. <laughs> whenever you type in Mad Max on, Venmo. what does that even
0: mean? What does that I mean, mean? I mean, it's a, it's a penalty. Like a yellow card would be like a penalty. Maybe it's why is she throwing a she's, penalty?
2: She's throwing a penalty to John for not freaking watching the movie.
0: That's probably true. Like watch whenever. Okay,
1: hang on. Wait, do you think it's because I put in the word?
0: So, so I mean, like if you type in like uh, if you type in like tacos, like it'll pop up a, a, a animated taco or
1: whatever. But that wouldn't they just have? They should at least have a guy in a car in a desert or something uh, see,
0: see i just that i think that this player. is one of those ai situations chris where like where ai has not gotten smart enough to you know how like whenever uh, whenever you do the recaptcha yeah. or whatever things yeah that those are you teaching the ai how to identify Can buses you pull up your what <laughs> 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 As
2: oh soon gosh. as the first like AI becomes sentient, we're gonna be like, "Do you plan on destroying us?" It's like, "No, I
0: just want to look at a bus." Yeah, they're, they're literally like, where they're like, "Like, I would destroy you, but y'all are riding in buses. I don't know where you are."
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, "Do you have smart face tracking?" No, but I can totally tell you what's a stoplight or not.
0: Yeah, I can absolutely tell you where the crosswalk is.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna send this to you, John. Tell me if the sticker shows up with it. I want to know. Okay. It looks like it does. It definitely it looks like does. It's-
0: <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, like whenever you say like four tacos, <laughs> it will, uh, it will literally like automatically be like, hey, here's oh a picture goodness. of a taco. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I don't understand oh why gosh. why a soccer and Mad Max like what do they have in common? I I, I don't do know. not know.
1: Uh, I mean, you know, there are no soccer balls in the. Uh, maybe you know he loved soccer.
0: Yes. And it's the right.
1: apocalypse and he can't play anymore.
0: That's right, you know. I mean, we all can can uh empathize with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, um man. okay. I don't need I were way off track. What were we talking about? Um
2: we had to talk we have to talk about what you guys have been up to.
1: So, John, about uh, yes. I don't know. This was probably about 5 days ago. Maybe it was yeah. over the weekend, I think. I don't know. I have no you know, like I don't know what time it is anymore. Um you texted me and you were like, hey, did you know Streets of Rage 4 is on uh, Game Pass? And I was like, no, I did not know Streets of Rage 4 was on Game Pass. And you're like, yeah. I've been playing it. I'm like, I've got to play it. And I started playing it and dude, so good. It's a
0: blast, man.
1: It's very fun. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty straightforward beat-em-up. If you play Streets of, Rage, Streets of Rage, I don't know why I'm having trouble with that. Streets of Rage before like any of the other games, it's similar. Like I feel like it still feels more updated and modern. Yeah. Um. And whenever you like die, like I don't remember this. I've, I haven't played them in a while, but I I think whenever you died before, it didn't just like kick you back to the beginning of the current level. It kicked you back to the beginning of the whole game.
0: Yeah, it was more um, of like an arcade experience, like where yeah. it, or basically like a arc. A, a, arcade game that was just ported to console where it's like okay insert more quarters in order to like continue so you could like you know you could cheese it in some of them if i remember correctly but like yeah it would just kick you pretty much kick you back to the beginning of the game Um, and a lot of old school games were like that as well like where it's like the the reason that they were uh so long was not because like you you know if you were perfect at it you'd be able to beat it in like an hour or twenty minutes or whatever, but the reason they're so long is because they were hard. And so, like you know, it's like oh, you know, you didn't do play play well. So let's kick you back to the beginning of the game was totally a thing that uh that like Streets of Rage or like fighting games did back in the day.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that this is easy because because oh, I'm playing it on normal mode and I'm I'm getting my butt kicked. Yeah. So uh I don't know. Like there, I, I'm kind of I'm stuck on a level right now. Like it's like a, a dock level with holes in the dock you fall through and i just like i can't get through that without falling through it's a beast like like, i swear like i'm like how
0: many times can i fall into the same hole in this dock
1: well, it's because yeah, you looks like you fall and then you come back and then they kick you right back in again. Yeah. I'm like well, this, they combine this is the,
0: worst. The, the the enemy type on that that particular level. There's there's one enemy type that I I I had to like prioritize every time they came on, and it's the enemy type they they throw you. They literally they yeah. don't damage you almost at all if if you land on your feet. But like if they throw you into that hole, it's like just you're gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's these guys that like kick you in the face. I can't really I don't know what to do with them.
0: Uh so those guys you kind of have to like kick them in like jump jump kick so it's like a jump and kick mm. um soaring mm. through the air like cuz there's multiple mm. the thing is Chris this d- game is like deceptively deep because like as I was playing it initially I was like this is ridiculously amazing it's like I just mashed the X button and I'm p- punching people in the <laughs> face this is great but then at one point it's like oh pick up this uh, this this item and it was I picked up like a, a big uh a, a, like a big pipe it was a big metal pipe yeah and I was just beating people with it, right? And then I I pressed a uh, button and threw it, like I threw it at somebody, and it bounced yeah. off of them. And then I caught it again in the air and threw it again right back at them, and Which just got an them caught into this like this chain of like me throwing, picking up, like, throwing, catching, throwing, catching. You know, it's like w- this. It was amazing, um, and I was like, well, this this game is clearly more more. Uh, in in depth than i gave it credit for initially and so like i looked at the controls and there's like there's like an up like a jump and then you can uh up kick so you can do like a like there's an up kick a down kick and a sideways kick and so yeah just like the inputs are so much more complicated than i initially thought um so like those people it's like a jumping kick like where you travel forward and and you kind of take them off their feet and then beat the heck out of them so
1: dude like it's crazy because uh that uh you have all those different enemy types. You have all the different move sets. Then you have your like your I don't even know what they call it special moves that takes takes up health. And so you are kind of like you're walking this this line between okay, do I just keep with these you know attacks that don't do a lot of damage, or do I try to like do a lot of damage at, all at once, and then I can like find an item that will restore my health or something like that. Um, it's uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, dude. Um, I like it a lot. I recommend it.
0: I agree, and that's the thing. Like the thing I like about like whenever you you lose on a level, like whenever you uh, you you die, um, all your lives are gone. Whatever it'll give you the option of adding assists in, which is pretty cool. So it'll like add an additional life, and you can take like yeah. half the amount of score. Um, which I haven't done yet. You can do like uh, like f- f- a reduction of like four times your score, and add like a a super and. An additional heart, and so like I've been, you know, whenever whenever I really struggled with something, um, I've utilized that those, and that's super fun because you still get to like progress, and you still, but it's it, it doesn't really make it easier. It just makes like gives you more resources and more chances
1: at, at, at succeeding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's what I've been up to. Um, I think it's time now, though, for the news. The news! Okay, we'll get the, uh, the, the sh- small story out of the way. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which John alluded to before, is coming back to consoles. Mm.
2: Yes. This game defined my adolescence.
1: Dude, so before we actually owned the game, we had a on a, on a demo disc, the mm. demo for this game. And we played that demo nonstop, yeah. dude. It was just the warehouse level.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it was the full warehouse level. I think there was just like a 10-minute time limit or something. Yeah. And it, and it, was, a, it was fantastic.
0: It was so fun, dude.
1: Uh, the music
0: also, like, this is the the question that I have about this remake. Is like, is it going to yeah. be the same music?
1: Yeah, well, I think so. So let me read, um, Tony Hawk tweeted out about it. Yes. The Tony Hawk himself. The one who gets recognized in public all the time. <laughs> as Tony Hawk. <laughs> At least, yeah. <laughs> it's better than getting recognized as somebody else, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He says, uh, hashtag Tony Hawk, well, THPS Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is back. Original maps, original skaters, and songs from the original soundtrack, plus new features. Thanks to all the fans of our series for keeping this dream alive.
2: I I I wonder if they got the rights to every song or if there's just like a handful of ones that they could still get and then the rest have been
0: replaced.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good call out. I hope it's all of them, man. Pretty
2: much everything I know about punk music came from playing <laughs> yes.
1: Tony Hawk.
0: I mean, and that's the thing. Like, it it the, it introduced so many people to that style, um, as well as, like, man, the X Games, like, were a big thing after the first Tony Hawk kind of came out, because people were like, they 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 played the video game, super fun video game, and then it's like, oh, wait, wait I could watch this actually happen in real life? It's amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like I mean, um i can remember you know speaking of that i can remember watching um tony hawk live do that first 900 yes at the x games um whenever like he did his run and then they like let him just keep skating to try to hit the 900 and he finally did it and it was awesome that's crazy I lo-
0: uh, that's the thing like so i was reading an article i think it was ign did an, uh, like a retrospective of tony hawk's pro skater one right and while they were in the middle of development for that game that happened um where, where it was like he did the 900 um and so they were like wait can our game can can you as tony hawk <laughs> do a 900 in our game and so they had to retroactively like later late in the uh, development process make sure that you could do a 900 in the
1: first video game nice yeah (laughs) because that would suck if you couldn't do it
0: either like they basically the developers like they were like we are gonna have so many kids who are like I want to get that game and do the 900 and it's like and if we weren't able to like let people do the 900 in that game
2: (laughs) yeah you can (laughs) you can grind grind a thousand feet down a pipe off a cliff (laughs) but you can't do a 900 sorry
1: yeah It'd be, it'd be like buying a Superman game and you can't fly.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) But you have heat vision. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's like, oh man, who wants heat vision? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So there's a couple of different uh, editions of it. I'm waiting for the collector's edition, I think is what it's called. It comes with, it's a hundred dollars. It comes with a physical, um, uh, skateboard deck, Tony Hawk skateboard board deck. So uh, there's that one, and then there's like a digital one that comes with. If you pre-order it, you get access to the warehouse demo, like when it releases in a couple months, something like that. And then um, there's something else. I can't remember. There's some digital, like just like skins and stuff like that. Uh, but this comes out in September. I'm forgetting. Yep, uh, September fourth. So, uh, dude, I'm going to be playing it day one. It's
0: super one. soon, and this is like so it's, for me. Like this is the perfect time for this type of a game because um, it's like it's 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 fun it's outside on the video game you know. It's a, uh, you know, you get to to skate around and that sort of thing. But also, like, there's not a whole lot of other things happening during that time period of the year. Like, there's not a whole lot of games that are, like, piling up in September right now, um, at least that we know of. Um, And it seems like with, you know, potential delays, you know, because of, like, work from home stuff and everything like that, like, around the world, like, it seems like a a remaster of something is a really good good way to to like oh this is like it's it's been done for a while re- reportedly and that sort of thing or it's like been close to being done for a while so it's like it seems like this is a this is a really good thing to like fill in the gap of of uh main games coming out
1: yeah, yeah i mean it's right before the new consoles launch like you know this will be a good like hey for a few weeks get to relive 20 hawks pro skater yeah um the next piece of news so this week, Sony, um, in partnership with Epic, released yes. 10 minutes of, of uh, not really, it's not really footage, just 10 minutes of a tech demo um, of Unreal Engine 5 running on a PS5. And man, it looks super good. Dude, it looks, it looks great. gorgeous.
2: Looks really good. I've, all week, I've been doing deep dives into like tech analysis uh, analyses of uh of this uh tech demo
0: i think it's analysis
2: oh okay <laughs> A- analysis uh, <laughs> where's brian Regan when you need him to explain plurals uh yeah very
1: much moosen yeah very much moosen
2: uh yeah dude it's uh it's crazy I don't know if we want to get into details, but it's a... It's, uh, yes, we do. We do want to get into details. Oh, okay. That's what
0: this podcast is about. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> about this details. This podcast is
2: all about the details. <laughs> Every detail. Every detail. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, first things first, I think everybody here is in agreement that this is what we kind of wanted Xbox to do last week.
1: Yeah, unbeknownst to us, this is what we wanted in yeah. our souls. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, here's the deal. Like, last week we we had the conversation, Chris, about the thing. Yeah. we were like, yeah, these games look really cool, and like, also there was like there, you know the. I don't know, like that's that's all it was, right? It wasn't like <laughs> yeah. this like pull back the curtain on what the next generation of consoles is gonna you know, like look like or like be right. or whatever. And so that's what this did to for me was like I saw this dude running on the walls and I was like, this this, this is so good. It looks so real. Yeah. But also like not real. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. It's it's it it's unreal. Yeah, you're right. It's unreal. In fact, it's 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 five factors
1: of unreal. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh yeah, like I mean this is the thing, like Sony it seems like they they, they intentionally try to have the advantage of going second. Yes. always. Yeah. And so like who knows what they originally planned to do? I don't know. But they saw the reaction to <laughs> Xbox's event and were like, well, not doing that. Yeah, they're like yeah. call up Epic. <laughs> yeah, quick, give I Epic this big bag something. of cash and tell them to put their
2: stuff on our system. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yes.
0: hey, intern, can you run over to uh, to Epic real quick with this <laughs> sack of cash?
1: <laughs> sure thing, Mister Sony. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
1: Yeah. And so, like, what? Like, it's it's great to know. Okay, this is the difference between this current gen and next gen. Sure, yeah. Like, that's what we've always been, like, kind of talking about. Like, well, what's really the difference? They talk about ray tracing. They talk about, uh, you know, uh, the super fast SSD. They talk about, like, all these things. Like, I don't know what that actually means when it translates to the games that I play. Sure. And now we have at least a visual representation of probably, like, one of the max, like, uh, max settings what this could do. Yeah. Well, and here's, a,
2: here's something interesting. That demo actually didn't use any ray tracing at all. What? How? Uh, How's it
1: doing all the lighting? So
2: that's, the, that's the, the Lumen system that they were talking about. So it doesn't use triangle ray tracing, they, they said. It's, a, it's an alternative to that uh, and gives you similar results without the need to have that hardware accelerated ray tracing built into the system so that's fascinating.
1: nuts so basically Which is another so,
2: just it's just another you know golf club to the knee for xbox of like <laughs> we don't need your hardware ray tracing xbox we don't need it
0: <laughs> well but so at the same time like sony's been talking about their like hardware ray tracing for you know since since the uh that article with you know both consoles first have basically have it built in yes. um and like and so this being an alternative to that is like that's that's even more like interesting to me because like I don't know that I've, I mean, obviously the whole like uh, screenshot of like, here's Minecraft without ray tracing. Here's Minecraft with ray tracing. Like that's fascinating. It was gorgeous. Like I'm on board for that. Um, I'm sold on ray tracing, you know, by that thing. But it's like the fact that this isn't ray tracing also makes me think, well, this is good for games that can't do ray tracing or that like won't take advantage of that or that developers who want to put their time somewhere else, it's not going to be wasted, you know?
2: Yeah. And, uh, if anybody wants to go deeper into this, check out Digital Foundry's channel. They just, uh, today, so this will be yesterday when this comes out, put up a video doing their tech analysis on this tech demo, and they mm. talked about how this Lumen system works. I think I, I think that's what it's called, Lumen or, or some, something like that, uh, uh, and it's... Ray tracing is, is very they keep using the word expensive and they don't mean monetarily expensive, but just like as far as processing power and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff is very expensive. This this uh the system that Unreal is using uses uh kind of beefed up older tricks uh that have just been kind of like pumped up for this next gen to kind of utilize what's most important in the frame. Uh like be able to pinpoint what's most important in the frame and put the detail there. Yeah, Um, And so what they're doing basically, it's like they explain it in the video, but there's like three different uh, things depending on the importance of the object. So if it's something that's way in the distance, it uses this system. If it's something that's kind of midway, it uses this. If it's something that needs to be right up close and very reactive, then they have a separate system that runs that lighting. And so all those things kind of work together to create this globally illuminated uh hmm. uh rendered image which is pretty crazy that's I mean,
0: that's, wild. that's interesting I mean, that's like that's uh... Similar to some th- stuff that they've talked about with, uh, with the Xbox before where they're like, okay, you know, we're going to render the things that are, uh, that are important, most important, which is like your char- player character in like a third person game, um, is very important because like, you're just staring at this thing the whole time. Whereas yeah. like things on the peripheral are not necessarily as important as the things that you're looking at. And so like the, you know, it, 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 it efficiently uses system resources to, to render the things that are important and not, you know, do as much detail on the things that aren't, um, the idea of, like, ray tracing is, like, it's, like, well, this is how light actually works. And so you're simulating a real-world thing within within technology. And so, like, that in and in of itself would be, like, ridiculous to just think about, like, water, like a glass of water and how the light, like, goes into it and comes out of it and all these different refractions. Like, that mm-hmm. would be super hard to simulate. Um, right. And it is super hard to simulate. And so, yeah, the, uh, you know this is fascinating to me like that they're using these other awesome systems that will allow you to, to still have this level of, of graphics and uh, fidelity without having it be a, a pull of system resources like ray tracing.
2: Yeah. It's uh, the other system that they talked about is um, uh, the Nanite uh, system, which is what controls the, uh, the micro polygons that uh, so like Right now, when you play a video game, as you're walking, things that are getting closer to you will pop up into uh, their next LOD, their next uh, level of detail. So when they're far away, they're like a lower polygon count, lower texture, quality, lower shadows or no shadows at all. And then all of a sudden it's like, and now it's a different thing. Uh, With this new system, that stuff happens so fluidly. Uh, and it does it without needing those secondary models, because what they mm-hmm. what they do now is they actually create two different models that get swapped out. And so right now, what what they were talking about with like that statue in the demo was that that thing was created in ZBrush, which just means it was it was uh, it was sculpted in ZBrush, which means it has like a crap ton of polygons on it. Uh, and they just basically imported it, and you're looking at it as it is and it's rendering it in real time uh and but if it's further away or does it's not as important the system is able to uh bring down the polygon count and and uh bring down the the detail in the mesh in a way that you're not actually able to perceive it from that distance and there is no pop in there is no pop out there's none of that stuff which is interesting uh it's, it was something that was brought up in the um uh, of Digital Foundry's analysis of the Hellblade Two trailer that showed at uh, the Game Awards last year. They talked hmm. about how the level of detail that was in the distance seemed very uh, impossible. And hmm. uh, they said, if this is actually running like in real time, we find that hard to believe because we can see detail all the way to the end. Like, So there is no degradation in detail as things get further away. Um, If they're using something like Unreal is using, then that's actually possible. They can can put it at just the right amount of detail that they need so that you're actually only seeing what you need to see and you're not going to see that pop in when it gets close.
1: Hmm. That's crazy. That's super yeah.
0: weird, man. I, I'm I'm intrigued by like all of those different techniques because yeah, pop in is definitely something that like video games have always had had pop in since like the yep. 3D you know kind of things began. Well, you know, since we moved off of 2D pixel art games, it's like we've had that kind of rendered pop in situation. Yeah, um, where it's like, oh, there's a tree there now. You know, as you get yeah. closer, and uh, and so like it's it to eliminate that would be super nice uh, from yeah. a, a you know, gamers perspective, because that always like, you know, immersion, it's like, I don't necessarily hold immersion too high uh, on my like list of things that I require out of video games. But it's like that definitely if there's something that breaks immersion, things just like all of a sudden appearing out of thin air is definitely something that breaks that immersion, you know?
2: Yeah. It also allows for these insane micro displacements where you've got not just bumps in the ground but you've got gravel on the ground and like tiny stones on the ground Mm, so it's not just like a texture
0: it's like it's it's actually there you know
2: yes but it's all um i I probably don't have a great way of explaining it because i don't know that i fully understand it uh exactly how it's utilized but uh Generally speaking, you can create these bump maps that tell the geometry where to raise up or where to lower. But in this instance, they're actually creating full 3D objects from that data that weren't there before. And so when they're showing like the rocks and all that kind of stuff, and they're like, there's not just boulders that are sitting there, there's tiny little pebbles that have broken off that boulder that are sitting on the ground. And all that stuff is, uh, they don't have to model all that. That's it's all. Uh, scan from live assets but because of the detail they have that stuff gets all gets preserved and you're talking about extremely high quality like normal maps that give you insane detail on every scratch and crevice and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. just stuff that you cannot do and has only been reserved for like filmmaking up until this point so yeah
0: i mean that sounds very like familiar whenever i think about like the technology behind my least favorite Pixar movie, the, the Good Dinosaur, where they like scans yes. <laughs> all yeah. of the, the it's land. Colorado, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and you're like you're like oh, this looks gorgeous. Not a good movie. I, I really don't right. like that movie at all. Um, but like the the technology behind that whole uh, the scenery and the, uh, everything within that is like super fascinating. So yeah,
1: the uh, the demo it looks kind of like it basically looks kind of like a Tomb Raider kind of rip off. Yep. Um but dude, I really want if it's I hope that's a game cuz I'd love to play that game. Um number 1, number 2, yeah, it does. Like all those environments look real. They don't look like they don't look like a video game. They look fake. They look 100% real. Yes. Yeah. Um the the interesting thing to me will be I I think that, you know, just like from a power perspective, could can the Xbox pull all that off? Yes. It's uh it's whenever she she's going through and everything's like moving really really fast. That's where I'm like, will the Xbox One X Series X, sorry, Xbox Series X, um, most confusing name ever, Xbox Series X. So was the Xbox One, Chris? Off?
0: They're you know, they're they're you know. <laughs> I don't know. This is worse, dude.
1: This is worse. Um, at least what you thought you might be referencing was at least another generation away with <laughs> yeah. the Xbox One. Yeah. Um. So the it will be like. Can the Xbox load things from the hard drive? Because like that seems mm. unbelievable that, that that's happening yeah. that quickly. Yeah, I mean, the ahead. interesting
0: thing there was the, there was the quote from uh, from the the head of Epic or whatever where it was like the the PlayStation 5's uh, A hard drive their SD SSD SSD hard drive is faster than anything that's available on the market. And that part of it makes me a little bit concerned for for the other console on the market, where it's like uh, the you know that's the that's the piece of the PlayStation Five that has been touted like the whole way down, where it's like you know with the Spider Man demo, where they're like they're like well we can we were limited to how fast Spider Man could could zip around the city because it was like how fast can we load this off of the hard drive, and so like that with those limitations are removed with this thing, and they just, just flew through the city. Um, and it was like, no, no noticeable, uh, rendering or anything. And so like, they've been, they've been kind of like holding that, that like hard drive up to, you know, I don't know. And so like, can the Xbox do that? Uh, obviously like PCs can't do that. If, if the uh, head of Epic is like, Hey, you know, the, there's no commercially available hard drive, uh, that's, that can do this. Um, it remains to be seen whether that, that also includes the uh, the Xbox Series X uh, hard drive, because that it it's a proprietary thing still, but it's like made by uh, with other d- things that are potentially already out there. So like I don't I don't know enough about that hard drive on the Xbox to like tell whether it's not going to be faster than just anything you can buy SSD wise for your PC.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I think the interesting part about that is like, I mean, I, I mean, it's obviously, it's, it's obviously faster than the Xbox Series X. The, the, I think the piece of it that could help Microsoft in the long run is there's that expansion slot for an additional hard drive. Mm. Like if they came out with like, Hey, here's a super, super, super fast SSD that you plug into this slot, you can load all your games on here. And you know, do whatever with. Mm. But the problem with that is, like, in order to, as a developer to take advantage of that, you have to know that that has kind of proliferated out into the uh, into the install base enough yeah. that you can count on it being there most of the time. And I don't know that we'll hit that spot until maybe a whatever the next iteration of Xbox Series X is. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's going to be crazy like trying to see what like what they can both do mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like we're not going to know that until you know you think about the Xbox 1 and PS4. Yeah. Like it wasn't like we had, you know, we had that Unreal demo, I think it was called The Witness, Unreal 4 engine demo. It was that dude on top of the roof and it was raining and all that kind of stuff. Nothing ever like that never came of like that was never a game. It also like like nothing really ever looked that good. On there, it's a tech demo. And so it's like, you know, will things look like this? I don't know. Maybe. At the end of the day, I th- for me, I think it's about, like, you want to remove the barriers from these game designers and creators from achieving their vision, mm-hmm. whatever that is. If yeah. it's something that looks this great, the yes. If it's if it's not, then that's great as well. Right. Um, so I don't know. Like, we won't really see, like, how does Xbox and PlayStation – Uh, really look and handle until we get some good third-party games on there and we see how they run on both
0: Mm -hmm. right right i mean we didn't really know the difference between the xbox one and the ps4 until until it came down to it either like until there were all the the comparisons the graphics comparisons and the speed comparisons and that sort of thing and and people were able to really tear apart the the two boxes and compare so
1: yeah yeah I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's exciting though. Like this is the pro I yeah. mean, honestly, again, like this is the first time except for the ray tracing with, with Minecraft, but the problem is it's Minecraft. And so like yeah. it does, it's nothing that looks super fancy even well, with ray tracing.
0: And it's nothing that necessarily that I'm gonna dive back into for, you know, hundred hours or whatever, you know, where it's like totally. I, something that looks like this is like I'm I'm on board. Like, give me this. Yeah, now. I mean
1: it's yeah, like this sold me on the next generation more than anything that I've seen. Yeah. Yep
0: yeah i mean and that's uh, something that's fascinating about the two companies right now it's like you know sony's kept silent other than like oh they're talking about their console they're not really showing it but microsoft they're you know, thinking about it, like microsoft has been showing things that are surrounding the console but they haven't really shown the like jaw-dropping games or the jaw-dropping kind of graphics and things like that you know y- y- exactly to this point um whereas that's what this is and that feels like that's it's nice that that now we have that where it's like, Oh, yeah. now I know what this really kind of means where it's like, I, you know, before we had the buzzwords of like ray tracing and SSD hard drives and Oh, lots of teraflops. But like, other than people talking about those things, like they're going to be amazing. We now know what a use case example might look like. And like you said, it may be, maybe the games don't quite achieve this level of, uh, of detail or this level of amazingness. Um, But at the very least, we know it's possible to run something that is like this on um, the, you know, the PlayStation 5.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it'll be exciting to see. I I feel like Microsoft, like, the next thing we're going to hear is probably just what they said. It's going to be in July when they announce, like, their first party games and...
0: (laughs) They've mentioned something about having like once a month um, in the summer having something, but I don't know. I, so uh, that would leave like June. Like if we didn't hear about anything till July 1st or whatever, like it's, you
1: know, did th- Xbox say that or was that Jeff Keighley's thing? I thought that was I Jeff might be thinking of Jeff thing. Keighley's
0: thing. You might be right.
1: So the summer game fest or whatever that's called.
0: Highly possible that, uh, that I'm, I'm mistaken. It's the, it's the summer game fest. Cause all that kind of happened all at the same time. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And that's the news. All right, guys, we're about eight months late, but we're now going to review Star Wars Jedi: Fallen Order.
0: Dude, yeah. um, this was one that I picked up. It was on sale. Like I was, I was looking for early on in the uh, in the old uh, pandemic. I was, uh, I was looking for this game on sale and it was like it finally popped on on a digital sale where it was like ah you mean I can download this on sale like from my house I'm in you know let's do this so uh played through it finished it up I guess this week um uh I took a break right on the last mission like I usually do um and then, it was like a two week long like hiatus and then came back oh my and got and John. finished up the last mission
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was uh it was not Like, that's what I do. Like, I I haven't beat Zelda yet, technically, because I haven't faced the final boss, but I've done everything else. I like
1: how you say technically, because it's also, you haven't beat Zelda. Sure. Yeah, I haven't uh,
0: beat Zelda, but I did everything else, you know, (laughs) everything except for the beating of it.
1: (laughs) It's it's like in the World Series, They, they, uh, they play and tie at three games apiece and then never play the last game but they basically are world <laughs> series champions technically i mean listen l- 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 l-
0: i had the <laughs> the you know the enemies beat the empire was beat
1: you know That's, but was ganon beat
0: no no you're no. right you're right ganon was still still r- ruling over hyrule
1: yeah you got to put that put a stop to that um, yeah so fultron i think you played it whenever it first came out um and then I played it sometime just like after the first of the year, like I I, uh, I think I got it around Christmas time, and uh, and played it. Um, I feel like this was probably the the my favorite game from last year.
0: Mm, yeah, interesting.
2: Well, it's because you didn't you didn't finish Red Dead Redemption, so. <laughs> that's also true yeah, spe- <laughs>
1: speaking, <Just kidding>. of, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of games that people haven't finished yes
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I mean I don't think the three of us have been on a show you know since that's all happened you know since since Chris <laughs> failed that bet
1: so let's start somewhere let's just talk about let's briefly like I really want to get through the spoiler free section okay. so we can spoil this thing and talk about the story because honestly right, so, so what me, are we considering the spoilers this, here though like, spoilers like, are any any In story, story beats, yeah yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Well then I can I'm talk just, about just, combat. Like let me let me talk about combat a little bit. Yeah, go for because it. Because it is the yeah. one aspect of the game that I did not like. Um yeah, I like, agree. I mean, that's that's like, the whole game. <laughs> like, I know, but like at the same time, like the combat like just felt loose. It felt like it felt like I I don't know. Like after having played something that is an action game like God of War 2018 it is which is tight which is like everything is responsive whenever I you know, put in a command it's like it, it happens it's like really hard at some moments but like it feels super fair that like whenever I uh, lose to a boss I 100% know why I lost and it was my fault whereas like yeah. in this game, that doesn't happen like it's like if i if That's i lose true. very easily i was like well i literally did the same thing and i just won like how how is this fair in that way so it doesn't feel tight it feels like squishy you know it's like squishy combat which is which is not like the way that i would necessarily um want it to feel At being a jedi like it doesn't feel super empowering that way there's certain things that feel really good like the force like whenever you push something force push force pull like those things feel really good but whenever i think specifically it comes down to like the boss fights or like whenever there was uh anything more than just like your basic stormtroopers around that would like go down with you know one or two or three hits like it was it just felt just enough uh of inaccurate or like uh just just barely off to where it like threw threw me off for a, a quite a while through the game and then once i accepted that that was just like going to be my one critique of the game. Cause like the rest of the game is glorious. Um, but like, if that's going to be my one critique, it was just like, okay, I can accept that. And then just like button mash my way through this thing and, uh, and be totally fine with that, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like it just briefly described the combat real quick. Like the, uh, you, do, you have your lightsaber attacks, you have your force, uh, attacks, Um, They really kind of, like, want you to learn and master the parry system, but it's, like, it's so confusing when you need to parry and Mm -hmm. how how to do that properly Mm -hmm. that I never got, like, fully got the hang of it. Um,
2: Yeah, I think unless you had played, like, a bunch of Dark Souls or Bloodborne or something like that, like, yeah, it's just, it's such
1: a learning curve. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. needed like some other like I, I don't even know like they would glow red sometimes, but then they wouldn't always be the ones who actually attacked you first. And I'm like, I don't even know. Well, the know glowing really red mean.
0: was actually like that means that like that's a a uh, unblockable attack, and so like you'd have to you have to dodge out of the way with that one.
1: There was no warning. <laughs> well, feel for like I could doc- I feel like I could stop it sometimes.
0: I mean, you you might be able to like block it, but it would damage you somewhat. Um, and so like that, you know, that the system just feels like it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It didn't telegraph things nearly well enough as far as that, like when to parry and when, you know, you could, you could dodge or or when you should do either. And so... It was just, like, trial and error, especially with, like, a lot of the bosses. It was, like, this trial and error of, like, oh, well, that's a uh, one that I I need to dodge for this long and then, like, roll away and then, you know, that sort of thing. So it it just feels like it could have been a little bit more refined. Even something... Like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, like, has a more exact system of, like, whenever you parry. Like, so if you parry on that, it feels right where it's like, oh, I nailed the timing on that one. And and it gives you, like, this feedback of, like, I nailed that. I don't know that I ever felt like I nailed the parry timing on Jedi Fallen Order.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The The piece of the combat that I did like, I felt like... For the most part, um, I liked the progression and kind of learning your abilities and new force powers and, like, the unlockables along the way. Mm -hmm. I do feel like some of those unlockables are, like, just useless. Um, You know, like, they were just... Because the combat was so not great, a lot of the combat ones, but Mm. the force powers were always the ones that, like, helped out a ton. And I loved kind of, like, I loved the way that they kept introducing those force powers in, like, you, well... Okay, that's spoilers. Like they kept introducing it in cool ways. Um yes. and I felt like I was becoming a Jedi along with Cal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I I'll echo that as well because like there were certain instances where um like the in on the combat tree, like there were certain things where you're like, "Okay, that doubles my damage. I'm obviously going to go for that." Um because like it'll it'll help out a lot. Um but over on the Force side, it was like you really got to decide like what kind of Jedi you wanted to be, whether it was like yeah. I want to, you know, have this ability or this thing to use in combat uh, versus this other thing. So like you got to c- kind of choose what your gameplay style was a little bit more with the Force abilities, which I thought was really cool.
1: Yeah, did you guys uh, max out your your skill trees before the final boss fight? No,
0: no.
2: And I didn't. I didn't find even half of the health containers. Oh, dang
1: yeah I was dude. I,
2: <laughs> I screwed myself over pretty bad I had to lower the difficulty on the on the final boss fight
0: wow
1: yes yeah, so just so the listeners know what we're talking about like the uh, the health or so uh, both your max health and your max um, force ability the the way you upgrade them is you find these like uh, different collectibles in the in the world yeah, and um, that's how you do it. And you, you do have to go really out of your way. I, mm-hmm. So I did it just because I like, like my, I love collecting things both in real life and in video games. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and so like, I would just like, I would get done with like uh, an area and then I'd be like, all right, well, I'm just going to poke around here for a while and I'd try to find a ton of stuff. So I think the, the last fight, I think I only had like one um one skill tree bubble not filled. Wow. And and I had all but like three of the health canisters things or something like so that. What like you're I saying had
0: like, is that you were a Jedi master. Whenever, you know, I went in, I was a Jedi <laughs> Knight, and uh and and Fultron went in as a Padawan.
2: I was dude, I was worse than a Padawan. I was like a youngling.
1: <laughs> How
2: did you I was like, survive, Like Master Skywalker, whatever, are we to do?
1: Like that was me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no that's hilarious um so there's the combat then there's the uh t- the world building yeah and dude like this uh, so the world building and the story are the highlights of this game yeah um like it feels like star wars it looks like star wars it's just fantastic
0: yeah, dude. The uh, the the whole idea of going to these like planets that you know some of you have been to, which I'm not going to go into like which planets they are because some of them are spoilers. I feel like, um, but like the locations that you go to that you know about and you've seen other places before, they like nail it where you're like, this is like this is yeah. that planet, and then the places yep. that you've never you know you've never been to, you go there and you're like, this is awesome and then there's places that you go to that you've been in things like clone wars like the actual uh the animated series and like those places are super cool too because you're like you can walk around in this environment obviously it's a different art style but like you can walk around in this environment from the show and uh, that's super cool
2: yeah
1: yeah um the as far as collectibles go like most of them are pretty forgettable And along the way, you learn, like, facts about, you know, like, things in the world. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. That felt, both of those felt weird. I I feel like, you know, we can talk later about what we want to see from the sequel. yeah. But that's definitely something I want to see improved, along with the combat in the sequel.
2: Well, one of of the things that was uh, helpful about those collectibles was that it would actually show you, and kind of like, I think God of War does this too, where the more times you kill an enemy, the more you understand it yeah and mm, that's true it kind of keeps track of like oh I can use this attack and they're weak against this thing so it was helpful yeah. to some extent in that area but um yeah, and then there were some story things that you could collect and it was I don't know I don't like I don't like reading so uh yeah. it was <laughs> uh <laughs>
1: Oh, it was yeah. a lot.
0: <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. The thing about like a lot of the reading for me was that like, I like to do that at the end of a night that I like I game a lot of times, like I'll, I'll pick up a lot of collectibles and this is what I do with God of War where it's like, and then I'll go back in at the end of the night, I'll read about all of the things that I, uh, that I collected. And it's like, Oh, you know, sometimes it's like cool lore pieces. Sometimes it's like just unique information about, about an enemy or whatever. Um, in this case, like it was literally like the most, be- this is an AT, AT, and it's like, well, <laughs> th- why is, why is it in the middle of this forest? Like, why, why is it here? Tell me some of this information, like some sort of like contextual storytelling of like why. And, uh, and it never really gave me that. So like, I stopped reading them after like this, the third or fourth night. Like I stopped like doing that where I was like, okay, I'm just going to have like a bunch of unread things in my, uh, my notebook over here. Um, so, I mean, it's, I, I agree. Like the, the, the collectibles, the the cool ones that I liked are were like the robot paint job and then the ship paint job. Like you could you could uh you could get your droid oh, paint yeah. job and your ship paint job and just swap those mm-hmm. out. Super cool customization options that way. I do wish like there was more customization options for like outfits for Cal. Like it was just like oh here's like a tarp you just throw over your body and it was different colors of this tarp and <laughs> the colors weren't that great. So I just literally went with his original outfit. You only get two outfits that I was that don't have like the tarp over them. And one of them was like uh, a, a more like uh, maroon looking outfit, and one of them was like a darker outfit or whatever, um, or maybe an orange one um, that looks like a fire pilot, like an X-wing pilot. And well, I, I think, thought those were cool; those I were think fun.
2: The last couple of weeks, they just put out a new update, and I think they added some new outfits Ooh. that aren't mm. ponchos. So really? really? I'm, I'm gonna
1: have to go back in there.
0: Um, and that's like that was the one thing that I was, uh, you know, that I uh, that I I wanted from his look. But then again, I was also like. I don't really care. Like I care more about what my droid paint job is than what like you know Cal is is dressed in. You know, it's like hey, I I cared more
2: about what my lightsaber looked like. Man, I wanted oh, all the totally. lightsaber pieces. Yeah. Let's talk, about,
0: let's talk about that. Like that customization and like finding those things within these boxes throughout the world, like was was very cool. I didn't find yeah. everything, obviously. Um so like there were certain things where I was like, I bet you this has a cool look once you get all of the pieces together. Um, but like it didn't necessarily match what I was, you know, what I had on there uh, the rest of the pieces. But like so that would incentivize me to go out of my way to look for boxes and things like that. Um, and whenever I would get a lightsaber piece, I would be excited. I'd be like, I want to find out what this looks like. Um, the color options were also very cool. And uh, and what we can maybe talk a little bit about that, um, you know, whenever we get into the, the spoiler section um, and that sort of thing. There's a lot of cool stuff going on with the lightsabers in this.
1: Totally. All right. So, we need to get out of the spoiler free section. Agreed. As we did a lot of complaining, I feel like, but I still <laughs> say you need to play this game.
2: <laughs> Dude, this oh, game it's is totally amazing. worth it. It is it's one of those games where its shortcomings do not affect nah. uh how amazing it is. It's not totally. there's nothing I mean, there is some game breaking things, I'm sure, but it's uh it's it's uh something uh, that I heard somebody say on a podcast unlocked, uh, it's lovable jank. Where yes, you're just like That's true. Yeah. I still love this game even even in its jankiness, yeah, I agree, and
0: that's the the idea that that like the combat being squishy or whatever like none of that like once I got over the fact of like, well, this isn't God of War, like God of War is a ten out of ten like amazing masterpiece gameplay type situation. This is not that, and that's okay, you know, and so I just accepted it yeah. for what it was and then and and that was once I got over that, I was like like so excited to dive into playing this game every night, you know, where it's like, Oh, let me knock out a couple, you know, a couple missions or like whatever, um, explore this, uh, this planet a little bit more. So, um, I say, go, yeah. you need to play this, especially if you're a Star Wars fan.
1: Oh, totally. Totally. All right. Let's jump into some, uh, some spoilers. So Star well, the spoiler Wars clock
0: is winding down and it's going to be spoiled in five, a four, a three, a two, a one, throw out a Spoiler.
2: Who? Who? who uh, either
0: one of you. Both. Both. You. Oh, gosh, you. I Josh. Go. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't. This probably isn't a spoiler because I think it was in the trailer. But Vader shows up.
1: Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, that was the thing that I wish was not in the trailer, dude. I didn't like, remember it the trailer. That the trailer.
2: I didn't. I didn't know it was in the trailer either. So I, I was surprised.
1: It was in the launch trailer specifically. Mm. So like the day that the. The game came out. They came out with a launch trailer. Who's in there? Vader's in there. Why would you do that? I don't know. Um, yeah, dude. So, like, let's just let's just start there. Uh, yeah, by the time you make it to Vader, like, you've leveled up as this Jedi. Hopefully. I, you know, I did. And, uh, <laughs> like, you feel like you've been on this journey with Cal since the very, very beginning. And you're like, man, I feel like I can take Vader. Because you're just kicking everybody's but the whole time.
0: Yeah. And And you do, you kind uh, of have in the back of your head, we're like, well, why doesn't Cal just go after him? You know?
1: Right. And then Vader shows up and (laughs) then he just like proceeds to wreck your life and destroy everything. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Vader is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it feels like it makes it was, Rogue One feel like the Obi Wan Kenobi fight. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, dude. He's like, you're jumping on platforms that are flying through the air, and like, he's, he's just pulling things everywhere. Like, the whole room is spinning. You're like, oh my goodness. This yeah. is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. They did do
0: a really good job of making you feel like you got out of that by just the skin of your teeth. Like, it's just oh, like, this, sure. is, mm-hmm. this is. This is you barely survived and Dude, my heart like, rate
1: was just like jacked the whole totally, time
0: totally and i mean you get that feeling like whenever you're watching like you said wreck like rogue one where you're like this is horrifying like you know these people have no chance and you still kind of feel like that even though you're this really powerful jedi um similar situation whenever vader shows up on like uh rebels where they like drop a tower on vader in uh, in the show and he like gets up and and ezra's like he's like how do you take him out? And he's like, well, you, he's like, we don't. And they just run, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so it's like, that's, you know, that's how you feel here where you're just like, how, how is this, how do you how do you do this? And you, you just don't.
1: How was it going into that final boss battle with like not enough skills? Dude,
2: it was super frustrating. Like I actually had to like walk away from the game for a couple days because I was like, I don't like, I've come this far and i can't beat the final boss like you're telling me that i was perfectly fine up until this point and now all of a sudden i can't finish mm-hmm. the game like mm. so i got i got a little salty i'll admit yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and i don't know if i remember talking to you chris or if i talked to somebody else but i i, I was just like you know what i get i'm just going to have to do it i really didn't want to lower the difficulty i wanted to be able to say like i mm. played this thing through at least on normal and you know, having it be kind of my first Souls-like game, I like. I wanted to be able to do it on normal at least, and yeah. uh, and I just could not in that final in that final fight against the the mm-hmm. second sister. It was just like I could not. Uh, I didn't have enough. the The main thing was just I didn't have enough stim packs to like yep. heal mm-hmm. myself during the fight. Yeah.
1: and she has yeah. so
2: many moves that you're just like, if you don't have pinpoint accuracy, you're not going to dodge it. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of her telegraph stuff is just, like, so quick that, like, you yep. just have to always be on. So, uh, inevitably, I would screw something up or whatever. And a lot of her stuff was, like, taking me out in, like, two hits. And so, it was just, like...
1: i just just didn't have enough containers
0: there are are like a couple especially like there's like two or three like super heavy hitting moves that she does like she pulls on you um and like where it just melts your health away like there were times like even with like seven or eight uh stims or whatever like i went into it i was just like if if she like got me with one of those right off the bat i'd be like well that's over you know it's like there's no way yeah. Um I mean, so, yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. and and that was the thing of like, so again, uh, not to keep harping on the combat. The, the I just kind of remembered, like, I spent half of like that battle and some other battles, like literally running away the entire time. Yeah, like in the environment, which sucked, and it just felt like the 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 scaling was all off. It, you did you hit you would hit just like a a fight that all of a sudden was just like unbelievably hard for no yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it'd go back down to like, Oh yeah, I'm just wiping guys out.
0: Yeah. yeah. Th- the fascinating thing about that, like the stormtroopers and things like that, cause like off the bat, like the stormtroopers are, are relatively difficult. Like whenever you're kind of like escaping from that planet and everything, the stormtroopers feel like they're a little bit of a challenge, but like very quickly, just the basic level of enemy becomes very easy. And, uh, and you can handle like lots of them at once. And that feels really good. Like that progression felt pretty good but then it doesn't like where does it go from there and the only place it really goes from there is like the the boss battles being harder um you know they the 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 main enemies that are just kind of running around in the world feel like they they're basically the same level of enemy the whole time but then the boss battles are just really uh difficult um the the uh so getting into that fight like that whole last mission is amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. going in and you're going into, like, the Inqui- the fact that you're going into the Inquisitors' uh, home base, like, the home world or the home, like, whatever of, of the Inquisitors is amazing. The fact that it's underwater is also amazing. That's something that I've never, you know, haven't seen, you know, in uh, in Star Wars very often. Like, you see it a little bit in the Clone Wars with uh with the Mon Calamari um, planet, but, like, or you see, I guess, in Gungan City as well in Episode 1. But, like, you don't really encounter too many, like, fortress underwater um, in Star Wars and so like doing that in this mission was amazing yeah
1: yeah let's talk about the the story real quick Uh, let's start kind of at the beginning like there was two things about the beginning number one uh, I love that we kind of just like set up this is a new place new like new characters right away and like you very quickly really kind of like became really attached to Cal mm-hmm. and, um, and I love just the entire problem they set up where there are these, um, beings that are just basically you know, kind of investigating the force. Uh, it was just really, really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that lore aspect of it where it's, you know, you're, in, you're researching and trying to figure out like what was this other, a group of people like these these force users these these people who are uh, are are figuring out the ins and outs of it like what what is that about and you 're trouncing around through there to various uh civilizations on on a lot of different planets and I thought that was a really cool setup for this because it 's like of course that would happen in star wars like there there are so many different aliens that have the capability to to do these things it's like they're not all gonna be just like the the bounty hunter kind of that we're used to seeing in star wars and so having this this group of people uh that you're researching and another jedi you're like researching someone who researched them which is like super super you know interesting um (laughs) but like the fact that there's these added layers of mystery with that group of uh of aliens is super fascinating. And the fact that like some of them quite clearly like are like go to the dark side of the force. Like whenever you get to like uh you know over there to um oh my goodness, I'm I'm losing my mind. The name of the planet, Dathomir. Whenever you're on Dathomir and you're like in this temple and like it's like obviously this this person killed all of the the people that were with them. You know and so uh obviously this one of those aliens like followed the dark side of the force. And that was really interesting and very revealing that, that it's, it's clear that the same rules apply to them that apply to Jedi. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I think a lot of the the world building was really cool in this. Uh, I, I, I think it did such a great job of like just dropping things for people. Like it has a great story. First of all, I think the relationship between Cal and Seer is really cool. Um, Yeah. I I love the pilot. He's hilarious. Uh, Yes. uh, But past that, if you have any knowledge outside of just the main movies, there's something for you. And so, like, and it goes, there's, like, layers to it. So, it's, like, the more you know about star wars and the more things you've watched and books you've read, comics you've read, that kind of stuff, tv shows, the more of this game is going to kind of appeal to you because yeah. they kind of mm. like sprinkle things throughout. I think some of the two big standouts uh uh well there's three big standouts. I mean, one is is the second the the inquisitors. You know the second sisters and and some of the yeah. stuff they did with that in rebels um and then uh obviously dathomir all that stuff with uh uh what what are they called the the brotherhood or night the, sisters well the, yeah, the night sisters, sisters. Yeah, yeah yeah um and like that kind of stuff and then also the one that blew me away and then chris and i've already talked about this but the ice planet that you go to that is like the the <sighs> the mecca of the force <laughs> yeah. You, when, yeah as you're flying up to it you realize holy crap that's star killer base like wait that's it is? where they yes yeah that's where wait, the empire was is? drilling the empire was drilling into this planet i forget what the planet's called they're drilling into the planet and when you, every time you fly up to a planet you know it shows the whole planet you see your ship fly up to it yeah. you see the the crack in the middle that big huge trench that they have in starkiller base what? it's there in the planet because the empire has so, been digging into this that's thing awesome. to get the kyber crystals
1: yeah, so so John, did you ever go back? It, it wasn't there when you first go to it. Did you go to it and ever go back to no, that?
0: Yeah, I, d- I did never planet? go back to it because I got I got pretty okay. much everything like while I was there.
1: So basically, once you get like through that like cavern where you get your new Kyber crystal and you can change the color of the lightsaber and all that kind of stuff, um, and then you f- see that trench. You're in that trench that they've dug out. Yeah, right. Whenever the bat the the stormtroopers show up again. Yeah, that's the trench. And Dude, so then whenever you like. When you fly back, you can see the trench and that's what they're building there. <laughs>
0: that blows my mind because also that planet is featured in Clone Wars. Like uh, Yoda takes oh, yeah. some, some younglings. Yoda and Ahsoka take some younglings there to get their kyber crystals. And they go into that temple and, uh, and get their, like they, they have an adventure or whatever on that, that, that planet and get their kyber crystals. Um, and that's like one of my favorite episodes of that. The show, like, because it's just a really cool illustration of like a rite of passage that Jedi go through in order to get their lightsabers. Um, and so it basically, like, kind of mirrors uh, what Cal goes through to get his Kyber Crystal from uh, this planet for the second time or whatever. Um, and so the fact that they turn they take that planet, which is like this this place that so many Jedi have gone and turn it into Starkiller Base, like, that blows my mind a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Well, and then there's a whole story there
2: about how like the Empire basically started that thing, and then at some point the First Order takes over and actually finishes it. You know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, I think that's that. There's just so much like there where you're like, oh, dude, there's so many things that you could talk about with that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, um, and you think about like the secretive nature of like, okay, well, that like they didn't know that the Empire was there whenever they landed on it, um, but at the same time, it's like the uh, the basically the empire whenever it goes away someone who was like who ended up in the first order was like in charge of that base probably and like that's how like it's like oh well i guess this is a first order thing now you know so like let's yeah. well, well it it, r- up.
1: it wraps it, yeah, i feel like it kind of wraps back into spoilers for you know force awakens and all that um it wraps back into even before the death star like the the emperor or around the same time he the emperor had this idea for star killer base and then like whenever you know they they brought back the first order like it's, it's finally ready this giant weapon that they've been working on for what is that 40 years now yeah like at that point yeah which uh
2: um, when you when you think about it that means that both death stars were prototypes
1: for <laughs> yeah
2: for star killer yeah, it- base yeah, Which yeah, it's pretty I mean, insane.
0: It, it also depends like because the it could have easily been like hey, we're mining the kyber crystals for the, you know, from this planet for the uh the death stars totally because um, we see yeah. that in like rogue one like they're mining that planet which was also had a lot of uh jedi temples on it uh because of the, like the uh, the high density of kyber crystals and they were mining those for the kyber crystals and the uh in the death stars um but then it's like oh well well the death they're already here why don't we just like make this planet <laughs> one of those um yeah yeah that's fascinating. The, uh, I just like recently watched the – there's an episode of, uh, of Rebels where they go to uh, – uh, oh my goodness, what's the, the name of the planet? Anyway, they go to the, the bug planet that they're on, on uh, in episode two, and that's where they built the Death Stars. They built those things in orbit, right. and then they moved them away from there and then killed the entire population of the planet. Um, and so yeah. it's, it's, so that would be secret. Um, but like that's, and it's ocean It's the, the, the Geonosis is the yeah. name of the planet. Um, but like in the Geonotion in episode, I guess it's, I think it's episode three has the plans for the Death Star. That's where you see him. Like he picks him up and he like runs away with him or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's right. the, that's the, the planet they built the Death Star around or, or maybe one of them, who knows? Right. Um, yeah, that's well, they used the.
1: They talked about that in Rebels, where they 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 built it there, but they also used that whole alien race to like help like be the manpower for it too. Right,
0: right. That's that's um, that's wild. I uh, I did not know that was Stark Hill Race. That's awesome. I love that.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, I just I sent you a picture. I texted you a picture of what it looks like in the game. Yeah, whenever I you slide back. I just to looked
0: it. at it. It's it's amazing.
1: The um, that's what I think. Like this game does does the best and pulls off. And what I wish that more movies and Star Wars properties would do. I feel like the shows do it well. The games are now like doing it well. The movies just need to do well. It's just like, just be a part of this universe. And you can reference, like you can, you can tell a good story that makes sense to people who don't know Star Wars and at the same time has all these Easter egg secrets and like mm-hmm. world building uh, places and characters mm-hmm. for people who do. Yeah. Uh you can do both and it just does it so well all the way across the board. Like my favorite mission in the entire thing, it's not not even really a mission. It's like the last that last flashback that you go through whenever you finally uh you're in the middle of order 66. Mhm. Like whenever you see order 66 happen in the movies and the, like you've I, you've kind of seen it happen in like comics as well. Like it's it's um you feel it's, you're a little removed from it. It doesn't feel entirely, like, personal. Yeah. I felt like this was the most personal Order 66 has ever felt to me as a fan because you see it happen with Cal and his master mm-hmm. that he's so close with. Mm-hmm. And that whole, like, it was just, like, it gave me, like, I was, just like, nervous. And I'm, like, are we going to get out? Like, this is scary. Like, it, it wasn't even, like fun that hey we're doing order 66 yay it's like (laughs) yeah man this is scary um and that's like that was that was my my big takeaway i was like i can't believe that that feels the way it does yeah
0: Yeah. i mean and that you know we the that particular moment like you said like you haven't seen up close um and you kind of you Assume through other properties, like obviously, like you know, with uh, with rebels, like you had like Kanan who who had survived, and so, like, you know, it's like you know that it's possible, but it's like, it, what will it take, yeah. and like, and what will what does it take to to get there? And you know, whether it's that this, or whether it's Clone Wars, or whether it's uh, you know, the books and things like that, like you do get some tastes of it, but like it's it takes a lot, and like to experience that in video game form, which is you are interacting with the world. You're not just like watching something happen or, you know, you're actually running whenever you feel like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get away from this thing. Um, It's very personal in that way. And so like, it's, yeah, you're right. It definitely like plays on those things. It's also fascinating to me to hear the stories and to see the stories uh, throughout all of Star Wars, like the different, stories of order 66 of how people survive because like there's mm. drastic differences for how people like the different Jedi approach order 66 and how each of them kind of get away and each of them, you know, survive uh the few that do. And none of them are the same. And I, I love that aspect of it too. Like this is different than what, you know, Kanan has said you know about how he survived or different about Ahsoka or different from, you know, all of these other, other Jedi that, that have, have, survived into the uh like yoda different than how different than how kenobi survived or whatever so it's uh it's just interesting that that this video game does a really good job at that moment and I, it's i feel like you have to like it's like if you're gonna approach that moment you really gotta nail it and they definitely nailed yeah. it so
1: um do we have any other thoughts that we want to talk about with this
0: the characters in this thing or else you guys alluded to it earlier with like seer uh being like a standout character like her relationship with cal and it's like there's a time in that video game where you're like man should, do i trust her you know it's like yeah. i was legitimately like oh man, he started yeah. trusting her before i did and i was like i don't know if this is a good idea cal and <laughs> yeah, uh and i kept
2: telling my wife like she's watching me play and i was like that lady's bad she's evil, she's <laughs> yeah, evil. <laughs> and, like
0: up until like the end like whenever it's like you know she's like in in the mission and like destroying all these stormtroopers and stuff like that and it's like seems like she's pretty kind of like Like dark side in it, and then it like it addresses that later on with Vader, and and so I appreciated like the way that her character arc flowed throughout the whole thing. That was awesome. I loved uh, Trilla, the uh, second sister. Like the fact that that Mm -hmm. reveal happened, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, and then her relationship with Seer, and the way that they uh, they they address her character arc, like even like down to like the arch nemesis, like isn't just like this big bad or like isn't just like oh you know you don't really have any character she has an arc like where she comes around at the end and then vader steps in and it's like okay well this is the ultimate
1: evil so yeah yeah that like the it was so i kind of had a like hit or miss kind of feeling about her like so like it doesn't entirely make sense to me why she isn't up front, right away, like not not necessarily even right away, but just like just tell us, you know, you like need to see her, yeah, just tell us what happened, you know, like it, it doesn't because it's not helping anything, right? Um, and it's not helping Cal in the end, right? How cagey she's being about everything, um, because it she's hiding the fact that oh yeah, you need to be careful, Cal, because you could get pulled to the dark side, and the fact that hey, this Inquisitor, she means business because she was my Padawan like yeah. Yeah. I know there's the guilt that she felt, but it just didn't feel, it didn't feel like super earned or real.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, from my, I, I, I read into that or read into that as like, there's the, not just the guilt, but there's the, uh, she needs Cal to trust her immediately. And the easiest way to get that to happen was to leave a lot of key information out. Cause it's, yeah. if, if she had been like, yeah, I was the reason that my Padawan got captured and turned into this inquisitor. It's like, there's no way he's getting on any ship with her. Um, and so she kind of had to mislead him a little bit from the get go or felt like she did, um, because of the, you know, the, just the fact that the information, if he was given it too early, he definitely wouldn't have trusted her. Um, and, and wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have helped. Um, and she needed him to help. So, yeah. Um, the interesting thing about like I, I appreciate also like the uh, the night sister uh, I think her name was Marin, um, but like she was interesting too. Like I loved that whole that whole Dathomir sequence, like with the uh, with the stranger there, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is oh yeah, you know who's this? What's going on here? And like you learn all the the story kind of information from the uh, the the pick the collectibles. That's the only time that I felt like the collectibles really like paid off or whatever. And it wasn't even like the collectibles did. It was just like, he would scan like the memories of, uh, of various objects because that's a cool power that he has. And, uh, and basically you learned what happened with that, that ex Jedi. And, that whole face off felt really good. And then the fact that Marin like joined you and that was, I was like, I'm all on board for this. This is great. So I don't know. I mean, I, the, pretty much everybody had a good character arc. The, uh, the only one that felt a little strange, like was also like one of the coolest moments. Like you get kidnapped and it's Grease's uh oh, old, yeah. like running buddies. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I like, I, I love what's happening here. I don't know that I knew that, like that this was the level of gambling that you actually do. You know, you've talked about yeah. gambling a little bit, But you didn't talk about how people were (laughs) after you.
1: Yeah, that comes out of nowhere. Like, absolutely nowhere.
0: Yeah. And I loved it and it was great. I loved that battle. Like that whole arena sequence was super cool. The fact that like they, they crashed the ship into the arena to ke- like get you out of there. I was like, this is super Star Warsy. Um But yeah, it's like it just does kind of come out of nowhere. So like that character arc, I was like, yeah, okay. You know, f- fine. I'm into it because it's it's super cool. Uh, the result is, but it does, it did, didn't quite quite mesh with the, the development that happens with a lot of the other characters.
1: Um... Before before we so we need to rate this and then talk about what we want from the next game briefly. Yep. Uh, before we do that, Josh, do you have anything else?
2: No, I think I think we've pretty much covered it.
1: All right, cool. So, uh, what do we rate this thing?
2: Uh, I'll I'll go first. Uh, I'll give it an eight. I think um, I kind of I I actually kind of want to give it a little bit lower of a score, but just just because of some of the technical things that you run into but like i said before it is it is a really fun game and as a star wars game it's a really good game um and if you care even the slightest bit about star wars this game's going to be really interesting for you and a lot of fun so um yeah i i would say an eight i think it's it's a good solid uh fun game to play for sure
0: I'm there with you. Uh I think it's it's an 8 um and it's like it's a, it's a Star Wars game and that's the thing that that takes it up that notch. Well, like if this if this was a game without Star Wars, which is like it's like saying like oh it's it's uh it's lasagna without without sauce, you know? It's like, "Oh, well, that's not lasagna." Um but like <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is a star wars game and so it's it's like an eight uh and i would even say you know with the, the way that i enjoyed the story so much um it might be a little bit higher but i, I i'm there where i'm like i can't with some of the uh the combat things and something like you said you know some of the technical things i i think it's, it sits right squarely on an eight
1: yeah i was i was uh gonna say eight as well for the exact same reasons like n- like not the best gameplay but it's great because it's star wars and they do such a great job with the story um and i think that's you know like briefly we can you'd say like kind of what we want like that's what i i really just want the same thing again same story you know kind of like the same great story um same great characters same great world building but i want better collectibles and better combat Mm
2: -hmm. yeah make it like I think they need to double down on the lightsaber customization, double down Mm -hmm. on the outfits. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's uh, make it to where like, uh, I mean, don't, don't hand us the stuff, but maybe make it a little bit more uh, apparent where we can find certain things. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, I just, I just think it felt like the game kind of handed us what we needed when we needed it. Um, and, and didn't really allow for like these moments where, uh, maybe, maybe I'm misspeaking, but I, I just, I just, I just felt like, uh, you know, like in games like an Ori or, um, uh, other games like that kind of Metroidvania style stuff. It's like, you feel like, oh, I worked for this collectible and this collectible is going to make it, make the game better at this Mm. point. Mm Um, And so having just a skill tree where it's like, Hey, you're just playing the game and you're getting points and then you're spending them, uh, you know, then it just kind of goes into the more grindy area and not so much of the rewarding, like, Oh, I, I actually found something cool.
0: That's going to help me. Hmm. So. Interesting. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I echo, echo the collectible thing for sure. Like more meaningful collectibles, more meaningful uh, in terms of like lore and like, and stuff. Stars again, like there's an ATAT you scan it on Kashik, like, and it's like in the middle of the jungle. And it's like, how did this thing end up here? But I like they don't tell you that. They tell you what an ATAT is, <laughs> and and you're like, I kind of already knew that. So you know, but I, the, the interesting thing is like, why is it here? And so. You know, those, those types of things, like, I would like the, to have more lore built into the collectibles and things rather than just, like, I'm just scanning stuff or I'm just finding things in bins. Um, I did like the customization as far as the uh, the visual kind of stuff goes, whether it's your lightsaber or whether it's your uh, your ship and your, your droids paint job BDA, Uh And so, like, those types of things, I think, w- you know, keep those the same. Like, those feel maybe even, like make them more drastic. That type of thing um, would be super cool. Like where it's like, ah, oh, you can have a, a deeper level of customization on that side of things. Um, the story, I want to see like more places, like more planets, more, more things. And and the, the, all of the yeah. tie-ins they did were fa- like fantastic. The fact that I didn't even understand the, uh, the Starkiller base connection, like that even makes it even that much better. So it's uh, I, like they're doing great on that front. So just keep on doing what you're doing there and, uh, and that sort of thing. So I don't know. I, uh, I, I really
1: enjoy this. That's an interesting point because um, I, I did feel like sometimes we just stayed way too long on a planet and it was kind of like hard. I would get lost trying to figure out, make my way around a planet. And I was like, I wish these weren't as complicated and as big. I kind of wish they had more planets that were a little simpler to navigate. Yeah, or even like maybe some like checkpoint, fast travel kind of systems
0: uh, rather than just yeah. like so. And in, in, in this instance, like it was like, oh, you opened up this uh, elevator and you can get there a little bit faster. But it wouldn't really cut off that much time. It was just a little bit faster. Um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, some some like getting around a little bit quicker or jumping from place to place a little bit a little bit easier um yeah would be, don't don't make I me
2: know. walk back to my ship after after i complete a mission <laughs> totally just don't
1: don't do yeah. that
0: <laughs> oh my goodness yeah i uh yeah like when you're in I the agree.
1: basement you're basically in the basement of this planet yeah and you're like how in the world do i get ba- <laughs> do i go through this random village do i climb back up this this giant tree i don't know yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> There were a couple of cool places though that also like that I didn't don't feel like I spent a, uh, a, a ridiculous amount of time like um, for instance the uh, there's like a star destroyer that like got crashed on Kashyyyk or something like that I think it's Kashyyyk oh yeah and like you don't spend a ton of time there like you go like four different rooms and then that's it you know and it's like I those are cool locations and I would have would really love to spend a little bit more time in some of those cool locations so
2: yeah I think um, that's, that yeah
0: that's what that's more
2: stuff I want is like almost like dungeon esque type encounters where it's like mm-hmm. this is completely. Optional, kind of like the tombs and Tomb Raider, where it's like you don't have to do this, but if you complete this thing, you're gonna get something pretty cool out of it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that's
1: and that's the thing. I expected to get something out of that, and I got nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I want
2: I and it, and that's the only one in the game. It's the only yeah. place like that. Like I want yeah. every world to have at least one of those, and I want them yeah. to like if I go through there, then I get like a freaking sweet lightsaber customization and like. Uh, I I don't know like stuff that like you just you know there's there's ways to design things that make them feel top tier mm-hmm. when you collect them
0: the interesting so, thing know. We, you know thinking about this as a Metroidvania um, something I don't want to do at the beginning of the next game is lose all of your force abilities <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah that's like the, the quintessential like uh, Metroidvania kind of style of things like oh Well, like, you know, all those cool abilities you have, you've just lost them. Now go back and get them again. You know, it's like, I I don't want that necessarily to happen. But then again, I also don't know how you necessarily design that to be like, this is, it's a not, it's not unintuitive the way that you have to design the controls for some of the force abilities and stuff. But it's not like I, I, whenever I went back and started playing again, I was like, how do I play this? And I had to like revisit the, uh, the skill tree to figure out all of the controls for the various things.
2: Well, what if next game you're actually playing as Marin instead of oh, that'd be sweet.
0: That'd be fascinating. Of Cal. That would be awesome. I would. So I would play that as would
2: a nice that
1: sister. would
0: give
2: them a reason to kind of like reset the skill tree because you're you're not even a Jedi at that point, and maybe she's becoming a Jedi. But I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know if she can be a Jedi, but
1: um well and that's the thing and like this is a problem kind of in the new era of star wars they have to again, now they have to explain what happened to cal during you know episodes uh four five and six dude you cal's know? dead man <laughs>
0: <laughs> at, the the, at the end of a trilogy of games well, I, I bet you they uh,
1: I bet you they kill him
2: off you know i i didn't hear his voice in rise of skywalker so yeah that's
1: true that's true he never learned to be a force force ghost. We or know that for sure. yeah, I mean then. maybe yeah.
0: yeah, he's he's not one with the force. Maybe he's alive then. Like is that what you're saying, Fultron? You're saying that he's yeah. alive like during during uh, skywalker. I'm saying possibly he's alive.
2: Yeah. But who knows? It'd be wild. We see
0: the uh, was the mantis in that big uh the shot of uh of all the ships?
1: Who knows? I don't know. Mm. Maybe. All right. Well, uh this has been a really long episode. Uh Josh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man. We really appreciate it.
2: Kind of glad um, I don't have to drive home tonight. Yeah. For
1: sure. <laughs> yes. I know. It's always. <laughs> it's always like, oh man, am I gonna make it? I'm so tired. <laughs> um, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, dot com on social at Chris two five zero
0: and John Wright seven seven seven
1: and Foltron eighty four. Uh, please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. Next week, I don't know what we're gonna talk it's about. Scoob, Chris. Oh Scoob! We gotta rent. We gotta watch Scoob. We're gonna rent Scoob and watch and review Scoob.
0: You can actually buy it to like, own. I noticed, like, which may be how they're getting around the whole I like th- uh, movie theaters being really mad at them type situation.
1: Is, can you can you also rent it, or are we gonna have to buy it? I to don't own?
0: know. That's a good question.
1: I may end up owning Scoob next week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we'll see. We'll let you know what our, what your options are. I'm looking forward to it either way. Me too, man. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay on Stay on Target.